The Lot Tree and Paradise. The Lot Tree and Paradise. Then the Prophet ﷺ was raised up to the Lot Tree of the farthest limit, Sidrat al Muntaha. There ends whatever ascends from the earth before it is seized, and whatever descends from above before it is seized. It is a tree from the base of which issue rivers whose water is never brackish, and rivers of milk whose taste does not change after it is drunk, and rivers of wine which brings only pleasure to those who drink it, and rivers of purified honey. Someone on his mount could travel under its shade for seventy years and still not come out of it. The lotus fruit that grows on it resembles the jars of Hijr near Medina. Its leaves are shaped like the ears of the she-elephant, and each leaf could wrap up this community entirely. One version says that one of its leaves could wrap up all creatures. On top of each leaf there was an angel who covered it with colors which cannot be described. Whenever he covered it by Allah's order, it would change. One version says it would turn into sapphire and chrysolite, the beauty of which is impossible for anyone to praise according to its merit. On it alighted moths of gold. From the base of the tree issued four more rivers, two hidden rivers and two visible ones. The Prophet ﷺ asked, What are these, O Jibreel? He replied, As for the hidden ones, they are two rivers of paradise. The visible ones are the Nile and the Euphrates. Um. Ash-Shami added that one version says, At the base of the tree ran a source called Salsabil. From it issued two rivers. One is the Kawthar. The Prophet ﷺ said, I saw it flowing impetuously, roaring at the speed of arrows. Near it were pavilions of pearl, sapphire, and chrysolite, on top of which nested green birds more delicate than any you have ever seen. On its banks were vessels of gold and silver. It ran over pebbles made of sapphire and emerald. Its water was whiter than milk. The Prophet ﷺ took one of the vessels and scooped some water and drank it. It was sweeter than honey and more fragrant than musk. Jibreel said to him, This is the river which Allah has given you as a special gift, and the other river is the river of mercy. The Prophet bathed in it, and his past and future sins were forgiven. One version states, At the low tree of the farthest limit, the Prophet saw Jibreel in his angelic form. He had six hundred wings. Every single wing could cover the entire firmament. From his wings, embellishments were strewn in all directions, such as rare pearls and sapphires of a kind Allah only knows. Then the Prophet ﷺ was taken to the Kawthar and entered paradise. Lo and behold, it contains what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor human mind ever imagined. On its gate he saw written, as bi ashri amthaniha. وَالْقَرْدُ بِثَمَانِيَةِ عَشَرًا Charity is repaid tenfold and loan eighteenfold. The Prophet ﷺ said, O Jibreel, how can the loan be more meritorious than charity? He replied, because one asking for charity may still have some need left, while the borrower does not borrow except his need is fulfilled. The Prophet ﷺ continued to travel until he reached rivers, of milk whose taste does not change, and rivers of wine which bring only pleasure to those who drink it, and rivers of honey purified. Overhanging those rivers were domes of hollowed pearl, whose circumference is as wide as the Aquarius star. 
Another narration states, Above the rivers were pommels resembling the hides of humped camels. Its birds were like the Bactrian camel. Upon hearing this, Abu Bakr said, O Messenger of Allah, they are certainly delicate. The Prophet replied, And daintier to eat yet, and I hope that you shall eat from them. The Prophet ﷺ then saw the Kothar and on its banks were domes of hollowed pearl. The soil of its banks were extremely fragrant musk. Then the fire was shown to him. In it he saw Allah's wrath and his punishment and sanction. Were rocks and iron to be thrown into it, the fire would consume them completely. In it were a people who were eating carrion. The Prophet ﷺ said, Who are these, O Jibreel? He replied, Those who ate the flesh of the people. Then the Prophet saw Malik, the custodian of the fire. He was a grim figure whose face expressed anger. The Prophet greeted him first. Then the gates of the fire were closed as he stood outside, and he was raised up beyond the low tree of the farthest limit, and a cloud concealed him from everything else, and Jibreel stayed back. The Divine Meeting the Prophet ﷺ was taken up to a point where he heard the scratching of the pens writing the divine decree. He saw a man who had disappeared into the light of the throne. He said, Who is this? Is this an angel? It was said to him, No. He said, Is it a prophet? Again, the answer was no. He said, Who is it then? The answer was, This is a man whose tongue was moist with Allah's remembrance in the world, and his heart was attached to the mosques, and he never incurred the curse of his father and mother. May we be from them. Then the Prophet ﷺ saw his Lord the, more glo- the most glorious, the exalted, and he fell prostrate. At that time his Lord spoke to him and said, O Muhammad, he replied twice, at your service, O Lord. Allah said, Ask. The Prophet ﷺ said, You have taken to yourself Ibrahim as an intimate friend, Khalil, and you have given him an immense kingdom. You have spoken to Musa directly and have given Dawood an immense kingdom and softened iron and subjected the mountains to him. You have given Suleiman an immense kingdom and subjected the jinn and men and devils to him, as well as the winds, and you have given him a kingdom the like of which no one may have after him. You have taught Isa the Torah and the Evangel and made him heal those born blind and the lepers and raise up the dead with your permission. And you have protected him and his mother from the cursed devil so that the devil had no path by which to harm them. Allah said, And I have taken you to myself as my beloved and intimate friend, Habibin wa Khalila. The narrator said, It is written in the Torah, Habibullah, Allah's most beloved. Allah continued, I have sent you for all people without exception, a bearer of glad tidings and a warner. I have expanded your breast for you and relieved you of your, of your burden and exalted your name, as I am not mentioned except you are mentioned with me. I have made your community the best community ever brought out for man- benefit of mankind. I have made your community a mean and a middle. I have made your community in truth the first and the last of all communities. I have made public address and khutbah impermissible for your community unless they first witness that you are my servant and messenger. I have placed certain people in your community with evangels for hearts. I have made you the first prophet created and the last one sent and the first one heard in my court. I have given you seven of the oft-repeated, which I gave to no other prophet before you and Fatiha. I have given you the last verses of Surah Al-Baqarah, which constitute a treasure from under my throne, which I gave to no other prophet before you. I have given you Al-Kawthar. I have given you eight lots, Islam, immigration, jihad, charity, fasting Ramadan, ordering good and forbidding evil, and the day I created the heavens and the earth. 
I made obligatory upon you and your community fifty prayers. Therefore establish them, you and your community. Abu Huraira said that the Allah's Messenger said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, My Lord has preferred me over everyone else. He has sent me as a mercy to the world and to all people without exception, a bearer of glad tidings and a warner. He has thrown terror into the hearts of my enemies at a distance of a month's travel. He has made spoils of war lawful for me while they were not lawful for anyone before me. The entire earth was made a ritually pure place of prostration for me. I was given the words that open, those that close, and those that are comprehensive in meaning. My community was shown to me, and there is none of the followers and the followed, but he is known to me. I saw that they would come to a people that wear hair-covered sandals. I saw that they would come to a people of large faces and small eyes, as if they had been pierced with a needle. Nothing of what they would face in the future was kept hidden from me, and I have been ordered to perform fifty prayers daily. And he has been given three particular merits. He is the master of the messengers, Sayyid al-Mursaleen, the leader of the God-weary Imam al-Muttaqeen, and the chief of those with signs of light on their faces and limbs, Qa'id and ghur al-Muhajjaleen. One narration says the messenger of Allah was given the five daily prayers and the last verses of Surah Al-Baqarah. For his sake, whoever of his community does not associate with Allah is forgiven even the mortal sins. Then the cloud that cloaked him was dispelled, and Jibreel took him by the hand and sped away with him until he reached Ibrahim, who did not say anything. Then the Prophet reached Musa, who asked, What did you do, O Muhammad? What obligations did your Lord impose on you and your community? He replied, He imposed fifty prayers every day and night on me and my community. Musa said, Return to your Lord and ask him to lighten your burden and that of your community, for in truth your community will not be able to carry it. Verily, I myself have experienced people's dispositions before you. I tested the children of Israel and took the greatest pains to hold them to something easier than this. But they were too weak to carry it, and they abandoned it. Those of your community are even weaker in their bodies and constitutions, and in their hearts, their sight, and their hearing. The Prophet ﷺ turned to Jibreel to consult him. The latter indicated to him that yes, if he wished, then he could return. The Prophet sped back until he reached the tree, and the cloud cloaked him, and he fell prostrate. Then he said, My Lord, make lighter the burden of my community, for verily they are the weakest of all communities. He replied, I have removed five prayers from their obligation. Then the cloud was dispelled, and the Prophet ﷺ returned to Musa ﷺ and told him, He has removed five prayers from my obligation. He replied, Go back to your Lord and ask him to make it less, for in truth your community will not be able to carry that. The Prophet ﷺ did not cease to go back and forth between Musa and his Lord, while Allah each time reduced it by five prayers until Allah said, O Muhammad, the Prophet said twice at your service, O Lord. He said, Let them be five prayers every day and night, and let every prayer count as ten. That makes fifty prayers. This word of mine shall not be changed, nor shall my book be abrogated. Let whoever is about to perform a good deed, even if he does not ultimately do it, receive the reward of doing it. While if he does it, he shall receive it tenfold. Let whoever is about to commit a bad deed, he does, and and he does not ultimately do it. Let nothing be let let not anything be written against him. While if he does it, let one misdeed be written against him. Then the cloud was dispelled, and the Prophet ﷺ returned to Musa, who told him and told him, he has removed five prayers from my obligation. He replied, Go back to your Lord and ask him to make it less, for in truth your community will not be able to carry that. The Prophet ﷺ said. I have gone back to my Lord until I feel too shy before him. Rather, I accept and submit. 
Uh, and at this a herald called out, I have decreed my obligation and have reduced the burden of my servants. Musa salam then said to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Return back down in the name of Allah. 